Blog Talk Radio. I'm satisfied with Jesus. I'm satisfied with Jesus. I'm satisfied with Jesus in my heart. I'm satisfied with Jesus. Satisfied with Jesus. I'm satisfied with Jesus in my heart. I know too much about him. I know too much about him. I know too much about him in my heart. I know too much about him. I know too much about him. I'm satisfied with Jesus in my heart. Hallelujah. I know too much about him. I'm satisfied with Jesus in my heart. Amen. You just tune in to Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry. Here on Block Talk Radio, we are here every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. live here on Block Talk Radio. We want to welcome our listeners to the service today, whether by web or by phone. I am your host, Minister Elaine Jackson. Call a neighbor, call a friend, text them, email them, tweet them, hit them up on Facebook, and let them know that we're on the air live. Here at Voice of Truth, we open up the lines for prayer. We teach the word of God, and we will also do a general prayer as well. So at this time, the prayer line is open. All you have to do is just press the one. Give your prayer request and where you're calling from. We like to know what part of the world that we're touching with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Again, we said thank you for being a part of ministry. We want to encourage you to get connected, stay connected, and then follow this ministry here on Block Talk Radio and also follow Voice of Truth on Facebook as well. Amen. You don't even have to send a friend request. Just follow us there on Facebook. Amen. To God be all of the glory. At this time, the prayer line is open, and you can press the one, and I will bring you in for prayer. This is a day that the Lord has made, and we ought to be thankful to be here today, to be among the land of the living. We ought to be thankful and grateful that God has kept us all through this week and through the pandemic and all of the all of the things that most of us have been going through. We ought to give God a praise. We ought to give God a worship because he's able to do it. We ought to be satisfied with Jesus in our heart. We ought to be satisfied with him. Because he ought to be everything that you need. Because for me, he's everything that I need. Because I got everything in him because he is good and he's good all the time. 
I don't know about you, but I'm satisfied with Jesus because I know too much about him. I hope you know him. Amen. To God be the glory. I don't see nobody with a hand raised, but we just going to keep it moving. Amen. We're going to keep it moving. And I'm going to go ahead and open us up in general prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you all the praise and all of the glory. We magnify your name. We lift your name up on high. We give you the highest praise. Hallelujah, Lord. Hear our prayer, O oh Lord, our Father, which in heaven. We give you all the glory and all the praise, Lord. We ask you to keep us, O oh God, from our Protect us from our enemies, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. We ask that you would give us our daily bread, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Help us to forgive those who trespass against us, O oh Father, in the name of Jesus, O oh God. O oh God, we thank you, God, for your word, O oh God, as it comes forth today, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, God. O oh God, we ask you even now, God, to bless the souls of your people, even now, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Don't let them be just a hearer of the word. God, but let them be a doer of the word. Let them take the word, oh God, and put it on the shelf because we know that you don't release a word that is not good for us. It's a word in due season. God, we thank you for the word of God. We thank you for the healing that comes from hearing the word of God. We thank you, God, that you're able to keep us from falling, God. We ask you to keep us in this fallen world. Keep us from falling, God, in the name of Jesus, God. Lord, have mercy on us. Have mercy on your church, Lord. Have mercy on the people of God. Oh, God, I ask you to bless every house under the sound of my voice, oh, God, for whatever they need physically, mentally, or spiritually, Lord. We ask you to fill their cup, your blessings from on high, God. We ask that you will let the blessings of God overtake them even now, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, help them to stand in the last and the evil days, oh, God. Help them to stand, Lord. I pray for their strength, God. I pray that you will give them new strength, Lord, in whatever season they may be in right now, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we know you are God of miracles, and we believe in you for healing, oh, God, for your people all over the land. God. We thank you right now, God, that it's already done because you said it. It is so and it is done. Lord, we thank you, God, oh God, for making ways out of no way, oh God. Be our light in our very darkness, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. We ask you to comfort those who are mourning, God, in the name of Jesus. We ask you heal those who are living in sin. We pray for souls to be saved, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Bring them out of darkness, Father, into your marvelous light, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Oh God, we just thank you that it's already done, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Let not one house under the sound of my voice lack no good thing, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Oh, God, help us to be obedient children unto you, not disobedient children. Oh, God, help us. Help us to walk in faith and not by sight, God. Help us to live by faith, oh, God, and not by what we see in our present moment, God. Oh, God, I thank you right now that you're able to do all things but fail. We thank you, God, that you are our helper, God, and that everything that we need, you already got it. God, you said in the word, if we seek first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness, all these things shall be added unto us. So help us to seek your kingdom first, O oh God. Help us to 
pay our tithes and offerings, oh God, into the work of God. Oh God, we just thank you for all the money that has been released, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Let us do right by that money, God. Let us pay our offerings and our tithes off of that money in Jesus' name. Help us to be obedient obedient unto it, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for making that way for us in Jesus' name. Heal the mind, the souls, and the spirit of your people, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Protect them from all dangers seen and unseen, oh God. Preserve them and they're coming in and they're coming out, God. Make them the head and not the tail, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you all praise. We give you all glory. You are worthy. We say hallelujah to your holy name. Thou art the awesome God, the Alpha and Omega God, the beginning and the end. You're everything to us, oh God. We thank you for your word, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We give you praise, honor, and glory. We call it done in Jesus' mighty name, and it shall come to pass in Jesus' name. Amen. It is so, and it is done in Jesus' name. Amen. To God be the glory. The word of God today is coming from St. Mark. St. Mark, the eighth chapter. Amen. We're coming from St. Mark, the eighth chapter. I'm going to read verses 22 to 26. Amen. To God be the glory. And the word of God reads, Come to Bethsaida, and they brought, they bring a blind man unto him, and besought him to touch him. And he took the blind man by the hand, and he led him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes, and put his hand upon him. He asked him if he saw aught. And he looked up and he said, I see men as trees walking. After that, he put his hand again upon his eyes and made him look up. And he was restored. And saw every man clearly. And he sent him away to his house, saying, Neither go into the town, nor tell it to any in the town. In Jesus' name, amen. This will be part three of, of Believe for It. Believe for It is part three. In the word of God, Jesus was doing the work of God. He was a healer. He could heal the blind eyes. The Bible says he was anointed to preach to the poor. He was sent to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captive, recover of sight to the blind to set at liberty those that are abused, oppressed, and broken down, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord, the day of salvation. Well, you can say that the day of salvation had came to the blind man. Jesus was coming through Bethsaida. And it said they 
bring a blind man unto him. It don't say who they are. But I could imagine maybe it was a friend that brought the blind man unto Jesus that he might receive his healing. See, Jesus comes to to restore. The Bible says he was restored. It didn't really say that he was born blind, but it said that he he was restored. He may not have been born blind, if, if we could say it that way. Maybe we don't know. He might have been ill or sick and lost his sight. Maybe some way along the way, he lost his spiritual vision. Uh, you know, maybe he had lost that vision. Maybe he had lost his physical sight by whatever physical or whatever kind of sickness that he had. But we know that he was blind. And we know that they brought him, whether they were his friends or family members or whoever it was, they brought him to Jesus that he may be healed. I believe that the blind man believed for it. So much so that maybe he asked his friend, will you take me to the man named Jesus? You know, you know, if he if he's coming through the town, he's coming through Bethsaida, I want somebody to take me. You know, sometimes we got to have people to take us where we need to be with Jesus. You know, sometimes... Somebody has to help us to get there. Somebody has to give us the sight to see when we may not believe for it. It's somebody there that God has sent. You know, sometimes God will send us to the land so that that we can see a thing, so that we can help somebody see Jesus. And sometimes we miss it because we don't want to go into the land. Well, the word of God said Jesus was coming into Bethsaida. And all through the word, you hear how Jesus went into the city. Because God had sent him in the city so that the people who were there could be healed and could be delivered and said, that's what he lived for, died for, and rose again for, that we might be healed, delivered, and set free. He was sent by God in the city. And God sent men and women of God in the city. But when we get in the city, God is not calling us to not help the people in the city. You know, we don't know who the people were, but we know that God sent them. Because, see, he gave you a vision to see a thing. He gave us that vision so that we can see it. And as a prophet would say, he don't give it to us just to give it to us and allow us to see it spiritually and something physically that we don't do anything about it. We see it, but we don't pray about it. We see it, but we don't worry about it because it ain't none of us. We see it, and God allowed us to see it. He sent us in the land for a reason. Just as he sent Jesus. Because there's somebody in that land that needs what you got. There's somebody in that land that needs that sight that to see. You got to seek for some people. 
we don't want to do what God said to do, but Jesus was going about doing the work of God. He went where he was sent to go. That's why he said, I was sent. I was anointed to do what I am doing. And he was recovering the sight to the blind. He was healing those that were brokenhearted. He was doing many miracles in his day. He did miracles that was impossible for man to do. He was a miracle of healing doctor, Dr. Jesus. And he was healing people. He was bringing back this man's sight. But he used somebody to take him to Jesus. He used somebody to bring them or bring him to Jesus. Jesus to touch him. So that Jesus can touch him, that he can receive his sight. Jesus healed the blind man. And the he took the blind man. And he took the blind man by the hand. And he led him out of the town. Spit on his eyes. And he put his hands upon him. He asked him if he saw out. Did you see anything? You know, God will send us in a place so that people can be healed for spiritual blindness. He took this man by the hand, and he led him out of the city. He led him out of the town. Well, why did he lead him out of the He was the healer. He's a, he's a true provision. He could have killed him right there in the town. But just maybe he wanted to get him away from that environment so that the man could be focused on his healing and his deliverance. Because sometimes we are in places that we lose focus and we don't have no vision. You know, the Bible tells us we perish for the lack of knowledge and the lack of vision. We don't have no vision. We got some kind of vision. We got the world's vision, but we don't have the vision of God. We don't have no vision. We don't have faith to see beyond where we are in the present moment at times. We, we can't see. God sends us in a place so that somebody can be healed, so somebody won't have to go through that. But we don't worry about it. Because it's not it's not us. It's not my soul no more. It's not me. It's not gonna happen to me. Where is your sight? You know, we gotta take our sight off of us and start caring and loving on the people. The people of God. That anointing on your life is for the people. When God shows you a vision. It's not just Jesus could have went in the city, and he could, and they could have brought the blind man to him. Jesus could have said, "It ain't me. I ain't mine. I'm the son of God." He could have not been focused on the work. He could have been focused on his pain. 
why are we focused on ourselves? Where is our vision? Where have we lost our vision? Have we lost it in a city? Or we lost it in a town? Have we lost it seeking more money, seeking men and women? Where have we lost our vision? We lost it somewhere. Where did we lose it? We lost it somewhere. You know, Jesus took him out of the out of the city or out of the town. He led him by the hand because he wanted to get him out of that environment. I believe it. You know, sometimes we can be in places where the enemy will steal our vision. The enemy will stroke you too. Put you in a place where you think we're all that. But all anointing comes from the living God. It don't belong to us. He gave us vision for a reason. Now, I don't know the blind man to be blind. It didn't say that he was born blind. It just said that he was a blind man. That Jesus restored his vision. We got to get back in the place of God. And we got to believe God for our healing. Because some of us have lost our spiritual vision. Some of us lost it somewhere along the line. Or maybe it was just stolen because they didn't come to kill, steal, and destroy. But you must have vision to see. Sight to see Jesus. You know, Jesus held him by the hand. He touched him. He touched his eyes. And the Bible said he was restored. He was made whole. He was restored. You know, we got to believe God for whatever we need. But we got to be able to seek him. We got to reach for his hand. We got to believe that he is, that he is, that he is God in the flesh. We got to believe. We got to do the work as Jesus did the work. We got to stay focused on the author and the finisher of our faith. Jesus. He's a healer. And that's what he was sent to do. That's what he was anointed to do. What if Jesus didn't heal the blind man? What if he just kept going? What if Jesus had never have never have never came and died upon the cross and took upon him our sins? Took them thirty nine stripes upon his body, being nailed to the cross. But if he had done none of those things, where would we be today? We would still be walling down in sin, living in darkness. We were children of darkness at one time. But now we ought to be children of the light. And we ought to be able to see Jesus clearly. 
The Bible said he touched the blind man's eyes once. They touched him once. What you see, blind man? He said, well, I see men walking. And I was looking like trees. For some reason, he wasn't seeing clearly. You know that song, this little song that I can see clearly now. The rain is coming. Is the rain covering your sight? Is the darkness covering your sight that you can't see Jesus? He wants you to see him clearly. He wants you to see him in the light. God will say, touch him twice. You know, just a touch from Jesus can heal your mind, body, soul, and spirit, but you got to want it. And you got to want to believe for it. And we're in that place where we can't see and we can't hear and we have no vision. Physical belief, physical blindness is different from spiritual blindness. God is trying to show us what's going on. He's sending us in places. Because we said we're going to do the work. We're going to do what you say. I'm going to do what you say, Jesus. And Jesus give you the vision and you do nothing with it. You don't pray about it. You don't, you don't do anything with it. We got to get in our place with God so that we'll be able to see, to know what to do with it. You know, Apostle was saying, and my pastor would say, there's some things that you got to pray about. But there's some things that you got to catch. In other words, there's some things that you're going to have to go through. But some of us, we see the thing. And we don't want to go through it. And then God has to send somebody else that is obedient enough to go through it. They might not even understand it. Everything that we go through is not for us. It's bigger than us. It's for somebody else. God gives you something, a vision to fight. Don't lose your vision. you got to have sight to see, and especially in these last and evil days, to get it right. And I pray that God will heal those who have lost their spiritual vision, men and women of God and ministers, who have lost their spiritual vision for whatever reason, whatever environment that you're in right now, I pray that you would take the hand of Jesus right now. Reach for his hand and ask him to restore your vision because we don't lost it somewhere. We don't lost it when we don't care about the people that we say we serve. When we don't love those and care about those in the household of faith, we don't lose the vision. Because we're all called as church. We operate in offices, but we're all called as church. Where is your sight? Can you see Jesus? Can you see? Some of us have got lost. We used to could see, but we don't got lost. Because we don't got caught up in other things. Some are falling from grace. Because we don't lost our spiritual vision. 
We're holding hands with everything except the hand of God. We're holding the hands of the devil. Say it. We ain't holding the hand of God. We're holding pride in our hands. hand you hold Is it God? What are you saying? What do you see? Do you see clearly the things of God? Cannot believe blind soldier, blind leading the blind. As Elder was saying, you don't get wrong on this road. And we must stay on Highway 66. Because if we don't stay on Highway 66, we're going to lose our vision. We got to turn back to the things of God. We got to get our life right before God. We got to get it right. God restores the blind man's life. Some of us miss it because we ain't got no more vision. We got no truth. We got some kind of vision. That ain't God. That's why we're missing it. We're missing what God said. Jesus went into whatever town that he was led by the Spirit to go in so that the people could be healed, delivered, and free. That's why he he would tell them in the Word. Go back and listen to the message. He would tell them, what can I do? What can I do? Because it's according to your faith. If you're going to be made whole, it's according to your faith that you'll be restored. It's according to your faith that you'll be saved. It's according to your faith. It's a bad place to be to have no vision. To learn how to stay in that place. Don't be afraid. If Jesus went into the town, there was somebody there that needed something that he had. If God sent you into a town, and that don't mean you're going to a physical place. It could be in whatever it is. It could be a situation. It could be anything around you. He's sending you in that place for a reason. He ain't just sending you there now. Sometimes we need to ask them why. Because it's bigger than you. It's bigger than me. You know, we we need to, to, to make sure that we don't lose our vision. Because we can lose our vision if we're in the wrong place. And we stay focused on everything else. We can lose our spiritual vision. It's a gift to be able to see spiritual things. That's a gift. But to have a gift and not use it, as God intended it, really, use. That's a waste of gift. We got to get it right. We can't be, as they would say back in the day, so religious that we're no earthly good. We're so anointed that we ain't no earthly good. We got to get the vision right. If God sent us to it, if he brought us to it, God is able to bring us through it. I remember once I'm going to give this testimony that God had called someone out of a land. 
He had to deliver the person out of the land. God said to the person, don't go back into the land. Because if you go back into the land, you just may not get out this time. Person went back in the land. Person became worse off than they were before they got delivered. This is what the Bible tells us it's sin, not the sin. No more when you receive healing, when you receive your sight. When God tells you not to go back into a town or a city, when God tells you to leave him alone or leave her alone, they don't mean you no good. When God tells you to leave that thing alone, and we go back to that thing anyhow, we about to lose something. We about to lose some sight. We about to lose some business. We about to lose some ministry. We about to lose some marriages. We about to lose some children, some houses. Cause some material stuff. Because that's all we want is more material stuff. Because we ain't got no business. We don't forget all about Jesus. We can never, ever go back into time. time. Jesus told him, he said, and, uh, and he sent him away to his house, saying, neither go into the town. Don't go into the town. Don't go into that city. Don't go back into that place of darkness. Don't go in that place of sin. Don't go back. Don't go there. Because you may lose your sight, and you may not get it back. You know, God delivers us from some stuff sometimes, and he makes a hole and he restores, but we go back into the places. Well, and the things that God has delivered us from, whether it be drugs, alcohol, sexual sin, immortality, whatever it is, we go back to the thing. And we lose everything that we lose our sight. We take our eyes and our focus on Jesus. We take our, our sight off the work of God. Then we say, well, we put it on, I want to help people. We can't go back into the time. Whatever that town, that place may be, that whatever that place be, it could be drugs. That's a place. You can't go back in that little old place where you used to, used to smoke at. You can't go into that little town where you used to turn it up. You can't go back into that little place where you used to home on. You can't go back into those towns and cities, committing adultery and sin, because you're going to be exposed. Jesus told him not to go back in the town. He brought him out. He took him by the hand. And he brought him out of the, the town. God has brought some of us out of town, and we teach him to go back to town. Why do you teach him to go back to the town? When you turn from sin, you know, Jesus healed many. And he tells them, you know, in the word it says, he said to one, go and sin no more so that a worse thing won't come upon you. We got to stay with Jesus and keep our vision. If you ain't got no vision of him, what you got? You got darkness. You got darkness. 
you got to be willing to give up the pleasures of the world to receive true healing. You cannot go back in the place. It's so many, it's so many people that are falling from grace because they say, I'm going back in there. I got to go help somebody. Jesus brought you out of that. And if he told you not to go back in the town or back in the city, you can't go back because the worst of things might happen. And you may not come out. You don't want to live with your vision. You want to be able to clearly hear his voice. You want to be able to clearly see him because there will be some rainy days. There will be some hell five days. There will be some seasons. In your life, that you may want to run, but you need to run to Jesus. And I pray that you have people around you as the blind man had him to Jesus so that Jesus could touch him. You know, we got some of us got many friends around us. They'll take us everywhere. He is there doing this and that. But it won't take us to Jesus. They won't take us to Jesus so that he can touch us when we're going through. We need them kind of friends. We need them friends that know who Jesus is. We need a friend that's willing to go before Jesus and pray for us that Jesus would touch us. That we don't lose our sight, praying for God to restore our sight. We got to get it out. Because God gives us spiritual vision. I got to come back to a pop. He ain't giving us the vision and sending us into the lane not to do nothing with it. That defeats the whole purpose of the vision. We got to get it right, y'all. We got to get it right. It's somebody in that land that God sent you to so that the people could be healed or delivered and set free from whatever it is. He sent you in the land. Did you miss it? Because he sent you in the land. He didn't just send you in. Jesus, through the word of God, he was sent in Jericho. He was sent in Bethsaida. He went town to town, walking now, doing his work of ministry that brought forth healing and deliverance in the lives of the people. He had compassion. He could see. He had spiritual vision. And he healed many from many things. He made them whole. He saved souls. He touched their lives that the lives of the people could be changed. That's what ministry is about. The ministry is about service. It's not about the 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 office that we operate in in ministry. We're all a servant. We are all servants of God, and we're supposed to minister to others, to serve others. It's not about just us. It's bigger than us. 
He didn't just touch us and heal us for us to not stand there and let stuff happen to others. When we could have stopped it, got to get it right. We could have prayed about it. We could have been stopped it. And if we didn't understand it, if we kept praying, I promise you that he'll tell you what to do. Jesus wants us to be able to see. He don't want us to be walking around blind and not knowing what's going on around us. He don't want us to lose our sight, but so many are losing their sight because of so much that is going on in the world. So much going on in the world that we have lost our sight. The body of Christ is so divided among us. Where is the sight? Where is the vision? Where is the power in the church? Somewhere is being lost because of the vision. And many other things separate us. We must come together on one accord in the spirit. We got to have sight to see beyond what we see in the natural. Because everything is done before we come or manifest in the physical realm. That means we can stop the thing. But because we saw it, well, we said like Apostle would say, oh, I saw that. I saw that in the dream. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I saw that. So what did you do? Just to do what God said to do. Hmm. Well, God wants us to draw closer to him. What we have lost. We've got to reach out unto him. Reach for his hand. There's nothing too hard for God. God is trying to pull us out of these situations and places that's causing us in these places to lose our spiritual vision where we can't see. He's trying to bring us out of them places so that we can see clearly as the blind man, that we won't be seeing a vision that'll be so clear, that it won't be like a rain pouring down in your face where you can't see. Have you ever been in a storm where the rain is so hard, it's like a bucket of, of water, somebody just poured a bucket of water over your uh, windshield, and you can't hardly see even with the windshield wipers on. Can't see. Got no sight to see. Can't see through it. You can't see we got to believe God for healing. It's time for us to believe God for If God said it unto us, we got to believe that it's already done. we got to believe him. He's a God of miracles. It's nothing too impossible for God. We have to believe for it by faith. We don't want to lose our vision. That's why the word tells us, keep our eyes focused. On Jesus, what are our eyes focused on? 
what are we focused on? Building our ministry, building a bigger church, being the next big thing, getting more material stuff. What are we focused on? What are our eyes focused on? We got to open our eyes that we may see the things of God. We got to open our eyes that we may be focused on the things of God that we can hear and see Him clearly. We got to open our eyes that we can even see ourselves that He sees us. We got to open our eyes to see. That's one of our uh, message titles. Uh, titles in our uh, upcoming ebook. Open your eyes. Open our eyes that we can see. But if we are filled with darkness, we can't see God. We, what we seeing? We ain't seeing God, and we sure ain't seeing it clearly because He don't do well in unclean places, and He don't show respect to person. He's not that kind of God. He loved me just as much as He loved you. He loved the next person just as much as He loves you and me. He loved all of us. He's not like us. It was a stack of darkness. It is not God. You got to be able to see it. You got to pray about the time. As the prophet would say, God did not give you the vision. God did not send you in the land for you to do nothing. You see, you never do that. He didn't send Jesus into the land to do nothing. Jesus would tell the disciples, hey, I'm about I'm, I'm about doing God's work. He, he wasn't worried about all of stuff. He was trying to glorify God by the work that he done. Are we glorifying God? Are we glorifying God? Are we acknowledging God in all that we do? Are we acknowledging God? Well, we got to believe God for it. And I pray for God to restore sight unto the body of Christ. That we can see Jesus clearly. Help us, Lord, have mercy upon us. Help us not to be prideful, Lord. Help us, Lord, have mercy upon us. Help us to see you. Help us to see you, Lord. Help us to know your voice. The true voice of God. There are many voices that speak, but it ain't God. There's many things that will come, but it ain't God. We got to know the difference. And if we can't see, then and we can't tell that which is good and which is evil, we're going to miss it. We're going to choose the wrong thing because we ain't got no spiritual vision. Can't see. See, I pray that God will touch our eyes. That thou might see clearly. That you will no longer walk in spiritual darkness. That you will stay focused on Jesus. So that Jesus can keep you from falling. No, it's perfect. I hear you. 
No one is perfect. That's why we need to see Jesus. That's why we need to know him. Yeah, we're going to miss it sometimes. But we need to watch out because the enemy comes to steal your vision. Because he knows if you ain't got no vision, if you ain't got no knowledge, if you ain't got no wisdom and understanding of God's word in you, you will surely perish. Let's make sure we got the right vision. <laughs> I heard the people say it's a vision. I'm like, that is not God. That is not a vision of God. That's a vision of the world. Some kind of vision, but it ain't God. That's why we're perishing. Because we ain't got no vision. How about we ain't got the same vision? <laughs> what kind of vision you got? Is it bringing healing in your life? Are you still in that same place of sin and darkness? See Jesus. You still got scales on your eyes that you can't see. Are you so full of darkness that you can't see Jesus? The Bible tells us that the eye is the light of the body. And whatever I see through the eye, it is who it is. If I don't see no light of Jesus, it ain't Jesus. If it's darkness in the eye, that's what it is. (laughs) It can only reflect what's in you. Your eyes will reflect what is in you. And that's what we're going to see. Lord, help us today. Lord, touch us right now, Lord, and restore our sight that we can see, that we will no longer be blind to the things of God. Don't let self get in the way of our vision. Don't let pride get in our way of the vision because you want us to see clearly. You don't walk or, want us to walk around in the days in this world, not knowing what's going on around us, not knowing who is for us and who is against us, not knowing why you're sending us in the lane. There's some things we just got to go through. But God promised that he will be with us and he will hold our hands. I remember giving testimony. I was in the place, a place one time. I said, Lord, why you let that happen to me? <laughs> I talked to him like that, y'all. I said, Lord, Lord, why you let that happen? I said, that was something I had to be taught. <laughs> I said, well, Lord, but it was bigger than me. Because somebody else needed it. Somebody needed it. So we got to trust God and no matter what we go through. Because there's going to be some dark days. There's going to be some rainy days. There's going to be some hellfire days. But we got to trust God. Believe what he said when he showed it to me. If you see it on a dream and you don't understand it, pray about the thing so that God can give you the answer. Why, Lord, are you sending me here? But he sent me there. I said, Lord, why you like that Because I needed to see What's going on so I can pray about it? I had to pray about that thing. That's why he allowed me to see it, so that I can help the next person, so it won't happen to the next person. Because of prayer. Whether they're saved or unsaved, God loves all people. 
He came for all. That's why Jesus said in the word, I didn't come for the, those that were well. I came for those that were sick and needed the doctor. I come for those that are blind and broken and pressed in the spirit, cast down in the spirit. I come for those people to be healed, delivered and set free. When God sends your place, know that he ain't sending it in there, sending you in there. Whatever, whatever town he's sending you in, it's somebody in that town that needs something. It's somebody that needs to be healed. Somebody that needs to be touched. There's somebody that needs to know that they can reach out to God's hand. If they call on his name, he'll save the soul. It's somebody in the city. It's somebody in the town that needs Jesus. It ain't about us. It's all about Jesus. Got to get it right, y'all. We got to get it right. We got to believe God for it. And like I said, I asked God, I always let that happen. And he told me why. He allowed it to happen. So I, I, I keep coming back to that thing we're talking about, because it is the truth. You ain't nothing that you go through in life, it is not in vain. It's for somebody else. Somebody else going to need that deliverance, that same deliverance. Somebody going to need the sight restored. Because they may be going through something that's so dark that they want to give up on life. But you can come and tell them, don't give up because God can heal you. Don't give up because God sees you. Don't give up because God loves you. Don't give up. You can tell somebody, don't go back into that lane. God called you out for a reason. Yeah, he calling you, calling you because he loves you. But you won't answer the call. That's what, Jesus, what the word said about Jesus. Jesus was the, light of, was the light of the world. And he came in the world of darkness. He was the true light. But the world didn't want the light. But he wanted darkness. But he was the light. He wanted us to see. And he wants us to see him clearly in the light. He's the light in our darkness, Church of God. No matter what we're going through, sometimes it gets hard, I don't know. Because when you truly walking for Jesus for real, for real, for real, for real, you're going to go through some stuff. Just because you say you serve Jesus, you love Jesus, you're doing the work of God, the living God. There are many little G God. And there are many church on every corner. But ain't no Jesus in there. And ain't no light of God in there. And ain't no vision of God up in the house. That's why people can live and do what they want to do. How they want to do it. Doing their own thing. Just the way we do it, they say. Because they ain't got no vision of the truth. They ain't got no sight. They can't see Jesus because of the God that you will believe God for. And wherever you missed it at, wherever you lost it, I pray that you reach out to Jesus and ask him to restore your sight. In Jesus' name.
We just thank God for the word of God. We thank God that he's able to restore, that he's there that we can reach for his hand, and that he can heal all that wants to be healed, saved, and delivered. If you don't know Jesus, you just say a simple prayer with me. Lord, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. Come into my heart. Heal my blindness, my spiritual blindness. I believe that you live, died, and rose again for me. If you say that prayer, honestly do a prayer. Welcome to the body of Christ. You can hit me on Facebook and hit me up on Facebook and let me know. And we do hope and pray that you tune in to uh, Pathetic Corner today. Uh, first hour, first half of the hour power and voice of truth is the second half of the hour power. And Tuesday night, uh, coming up this Tuesday and every Tuesday night, my leaders, Apostle and Pastor Joseph Wild, one word from the Lord at nine o'clock on Saturday. Elder Evangel versus Anthony Saycom by Hearing Ministry, three o'clock p.m. Get connected, stay connected. We love you, and we want you to get connected because God's gonna do some healing, some deliverance. He's gonna restore. He's gonna save some souls. We want to encourage you to get connected, be a part of what God is doing. Send an offering sometime, as Elder would say. If you been blessed by Heaven, send an offer. Come a monthly partner for an offering of $25 or more. We got to get up out of here, but know that God loves you. Know that I love you with the love of God. Receive God's holy word. It's not my word. It's not me speaking, but it's the spirit of truth that speaks through the servant. So receive the word of God. Oh, God, we just give you praise. Let's get up out of here so she cuts it off. Amen. To God be the glory. Now to him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with the seating joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forevermore. Amen. You have a blessed week in the Lord. Keep your mask on. Stay masked up. Amen. Until God tells us to take them off. Keep masked up every day when you're out and about. Know that God knows the answer. Know that God loves you. Believe God for it. It's already done. We love you. Be blessed. Meet you here next week at the same place, same time. Here on Block Talk Radio at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Love you. Bye.